What is going on, you beautiful little chicken nuggets? Welcome back to another episode of the Freedom Falls Podcast. You heard that right, baby. This is another episode, the only podcast in the world that provides free living and happy thinking. Welcome back to another episode once again on a beautiful Saturday morning. And um, I think today's going to be a pretty good episode. Why? Is because I finally have a story. Uh, not a high school related story. I mean, uh, no, it didn't happen while I was in high school. But anyway, it was quite a story that I got reminded of. Actually, um, I went to a kind of a finance seminar hosted by uh, some guy who owns a uh, accounting firm, and he seems pretty interesting. And I like kind of the message that he's he's rocking with, and um, he hosted a finance seminar, uh, kind of, I wouldn't say like about his company, but kind of just more along the, along the lines of like messages that relating how he kind of operates and stuff. And he's trying to translate that on people who are wanting to know, uh, kind of about the, uh, about the job and about kind of like the aspects of what it takes to, uh, be successful. So I, you know, I really like that message and, uh, I went ahead and went during that seminar. He brought up a story about he was running a marathon, right? And in this marathon, he like broke his foot like two days before the marathon or maybe a week before the marathon. And um, he, he didn't back out because he had already told everyone that he was doing this marathon. He was so excited and he was training for it. And he's like, you know, I'm not backing out of this marathon. And uh, he eventually did the marathon, and um, I forgot exactly what happened, but like uh, his mom was sick with uh, something, and um, he like saw his mom in the race, and that kind of motivated him to like actually finish the race, which I thought was really really cool. Uh, but nonetheless, it reminded me of this story that kind of I, I was kind of in a little bit of similar, similar situation uh so yeah this is a story about how i ran a 15k with the flu yeah um probably one of the hardest things i've ever done in my life um yeah so there was this 15k that was hosted by kind of the same people that do like the state runs or something like that and um, every couple months, they have like 5Ks, 10Ks, and 15Ks. I don't exactly know how much a 15K is. I think it's like nine miles. 15K in miles. Okay, yeah, it's 9.32 miles. So I am not a runner by any means. I uh, didn't run track, anything. All I really do is skateboard as far as physical activity goes. Um, so, yeah, I, I I mean, I like to run. I run every once in a while, but, I mean, it's not like I enjoy doing it, I would say. Uh, but, yeah, 15K, and I was like, bet, this thing is going to be so easy. I don't even have to train for this sucker. Like, I was pretty confident on running eight miles, like, at any given time. So, like nine and three quarters or no not nine and three quarters um 9.3 miles 
I didn't really I didn't really think that was going to be a, that big of a deal. So I didn't train at all uh, leading up to this race. And I told everyone that I was doing this race and like, yeah, you know, I can't wait to run this marathon. I don't know, something like I wanted to obtain that medal that said that I had done a 15K so bad. I don't know why. I just thought it was cool. And I didn't want to do the 5K because, like, that's too small. I didn't want to do the 10K. That's too small. Um, do they have anything bigger than a 15K? Yeah, marathons and half marathons. I mean, it, it was like, what is it, half marathon 13? I mean, it was four miles off from a half marathon. So I, I think that's pretty obtainable. But, yeah, uh, a 15K was the highest option as far as the, the K runs go. Um so that's what I signed up to to do uh, like three months prior before the actual race was. So I had to, you know, I had to, people are supposed to train within that three months, but I don't know. I was just like, well, heck, we got three months until uh, till we got go time going on. So, so you know, I, I just kind of went about my days regularly. Um, like I said, I, I literally didn't train at all. I probably should have just a little bit, but I don't know. Uh, I'm just too stubborn to train, I guess. So about a week before, about a week before the race, I start to get a little sick and, you know, you know, that kind of feeling like you get, you know, you get real sore, like you just can't lift your arms as high and you just don't feel like moving anywhere, you know, that type of feeling. And then it hit me. I was like, oh, shoot, man, I got a fever started getting real hot, you know, I just do not feel good. The throat's not feeling good. Um, basic math is kind of hard to do. Uh, just really all that stuff that goes along with getting sick. And I'm like, you know, are you serious? Just my luck before this race, I get sick, but you know, I really hope it's nothing bad. You know, I mean, I mean, bad in quotations, I guess. Um, but like, you know, I really hope it's like the stomach, stomach bug the last like a day or something you know i really just hope i ate something wrong um a few days go by and i'm still feeling like garbage and i'm like well fine i guess we ought to go to the doctor and by this point i was probably eating about 200 calories a day give or take um maybe a cup of water I know I didn't drink water for like three days at one point because uh, it just hurt to swallow really anything. I know I didn't eat for like four days because I was so darn sick and it, it was terrible. Um, yeah, and I don't know. It, it's kind of a weird thing whenever you get sick, especially with the flu. Uh, you really don't feel like eating like at all. It's weird. It, it feels like your stomach is already full and you're like, I don't need to eat. And it's weird. It's so weird. But like, you know, in your head, you're like, wow, it's been three days since I've eaten a Hot Pocket. I really need to eat something or we're going to have internal problems. And uh, yeah, so and I kind of remember that from the past times I've got sick. Like I've gotten the flu in the past and like I just haven't eaten for like literally close to a week. And uh, it really doesn't do good for your stomach because it slows it down a lot and stuff. So Along with me not eating, I had to remind myself at the same time. I was like, all right, Nick, you really like need to eat something. Um, so, yeah, we go to the doctor and we're like, hey, doc, uh, I'm really not feeling good. And uh, yada, yada, yada. And he's like, okay, um, 
we're going to test you for the flu. I don't really remember what the test was. Uh, I don't really remember the doctor's visit, to be honest with you, that much. I just remember I had a really stuffy nose, and uh, I was like, yeah, it might be. It might be the flu. And this was way before Corona. Like, Corona wasn't even a thing back then. Um, and uh, he was like, he comes in, he's like, yeah, you got a type A flu. Or at least I think that's the that's the better one hearing type B, but I think I had type A, which that's like kind of the better one. Like if you get type B flu, like you might be in a little trouble, but I just had the basic type A flu. And, um, maybe I threw up a few times during this whole period. Also, I don't know. It was absolutely a train wreck of like how I was feeling. And, um, yeah, I was like, well, doc, uh, I got a race in like two days from you, from me being diagnosed with this. And he's like, you know, dude, I would honestly just kind of take it easy and uh, like just rest up, you know. And like in my mind, I was like, you know, that's funny because I'm doing this race regardless of how sick I am because it's been three months and I've been anticipating doing this race for so long. And I've told everybody that I've already done this race and I want that darn medal. I am doing this race no matter how sick I am. And that's exactly what I did. Two days after getting diagnosed with the type A flu, I show up Saturday morning at 7 a.m. downtown to start this race. I am feeling like garbage. Like I said, the day of the race, right? The day of the race, I hadn't eaten in like two or three days at least. Maybe I had like a... Maybe I had like a granola bar, but that was it for the entire day. I didn't eat breakfast for those days. Um, I barely drank any water. I'm saying probably less than a water bottle worth of water. And uh, you'll kind of find out later why that's really not good. So I show up, you know, I'm like, hey, my name's Nick, all that good stuff. I get the little, I get, you know, the little, uh, What's that? What's that thing that you stick onto your shirt that like says your number and what class you're in and all that stuff? I get that stuff and like sign up and I'm like, wow, I'm really in this, you know. And uh, like, like I'm looking around and I'll, like I'm just like, man, these guys are probably like professional marathon runners. And uh, what's the Ironman? I think the Ironman is like it's like a triathlon type thing, but it's like twice as long as a marathon something like that. Like there's dudes that are like around me that are just ripped. They look like they're 10 time Olympic athletes and just like freaks of nature. Right. And I'm just like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm fresh out of high school with the flu trying to run a 15 K. So, um, yeah, I thought that was quite funny. Um, but yeah, I, uh, it was smooth sailing. I got what I needed to get. And, uh, I was wearing, I can't remember what shoes I was wearing. I think I was wearing uh, Nike Vapor Maxes because the air bubbles in the bottom of of uh, Air Maxes really like are actually cushiony. Like there are some shoes that like claim to be cushiony, but Nike Vapor Maxes, those suckers are cushiony. I I worked at a place where I was on my feet constantly, not a restaurant, but uh, it was a dealership, and. I was constantly running around and walking and all this stuff. And let me tell you, Nike, Nike, 
vapor maxes. If you were on your feet all day, you got to cop those suckers now. I'm telling you. So anyway, we're at the race. I, I got the sticker that said, hey, you're number uh, four or something. And um, I'm like getting ready. You know, I've, I'm in really comfortable shorts and I'm in uh, like a jacket and all this good stuff. And I'm like, man, I'm ready to run. Like, I don't feel great, but like, I feel like this is doable, you know? And it's weird, you know, like once you get to a place to where like it's in reach, you know, like I got there and I saw the finish line and I was like, man, like I'm actually here, you know? Um, so everyone lines up and I was in a group with probably about 300 people, uh, give or take. It wasn't like a, it wasn't like a placed race. Um, but it was, it was like a, it was literally anyone who signed up for this 15 K was in this race. And, it was like the Tour de France, right? We're all in a giant group at the starting line. And really, it's a slow start because we're all kind of packed in there. And uh, yeah, you know, the guy fires off the gun and uh, the race starts. And man, it was kind of weird. So as each mile progressed, it was like, let me try to describe this. It was weird. The first three miles. I distinctively remember this. The first three miles were a breeze, absolute breeze. I felt like I could do seven 15 Ks after those first three miles. I was like, I don't have the flu at all. I feel amazing. Mile four, my legs started to cramp up and not like, not like cramp up. Like I'm using them too much, like cramp up. Like I am lacking of nutrients and hydration and my legs start feeling like funky i probably shouldn't have done this i probably shouldn't have ran a 15k with the flu because i don't know what that did to my brain but nonetheless it was uh it was a learning experience right so my legs start tensing up real bad and like man i was like man why can i not move my legs like not as efficiently and then they start hurting. They start hurting because I'm going against the grain of like signs of my body telling me like, Nick, you really should not be doing this. You you know you haven't had water in like two or three days. I don't know why you're here. I don't know why you were trying to run nine miles after not leaving your bed for three days. I don't know. So my legs start cramping up like crazy. I'm really not feeling good. And even like my arms are starting to cramp up because I'm like moving them. You know how you get in that like joggers groove and like, you know, your arms like even though they're not lifting anything, they still kind of like pull some weight, I guess, uh, as you run. You know, you're keeping like a good rhythm down. Legs start hurting. Arms start hurting. And then pretty soon like my my entire body starts hurting. And I'd say this was about the, the six mile mark about the six mile mark. My, like my body starts like really hurting and my arms start hurting. And, you know, at this point I've gotten kind of used to the leg pain and like the cramps. It was so weird. I mean, it was a constant cramp in my legs. I've never felt anything like this. Um, but then like I saw like my friend's family, 
like there and I know my friend wasn't in the race. So I don't know why they were there. Just like watching people, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it is a pretty cool spectator thing to go see and stuff, but I, I don't know. Um, yeah, but I saw them and I like waved to them and I was like, oh, shoot, man, they know I'm in this race, you know, and I'm just like jogging along. I'm like, oh, man, dude, if they see me like back out, like that's not going to be good. And um, yeah, so at about the six mile mark, I would say I was like, wow, I, Nick, you are in this. You are finishing this race. I saw a couple shortcuts that I probably could have taken. That like, you know, people would have been like, hey, man, you're not supposed to do that. But I was like, you know, if I really want to finish this darn race, like I'm going to take that shortcut. But I didn't. I was like, now nah, we're, we're, we're going to do it legit. We're going to do it all legit. And uh, I'm going to have the satisfaction of completing all 9.3 miles of this sucker. So that's what I did. And honestly, I was surpassing a good amount of people. You know, I'm not I'm not a slow runner by any means, but I know how to keep a steady pace as far as like jog jogging and like light running, I would say not full sprinting, but like a light run. And so I feel like I've got that rhythm down at about the six mile mark. You know, I, I realize my legs are pretty in good pain. Like my arms, like I'm not swinging them probably as hard as I was at the beginning of the race. And my body, uh, it's basically just there along for the ride. So six mile mark, seven mile mark, and I'm like, man, I I am hurting at this point. I'm like, good Lord. Every marker that was like, hey, you're at mile six. Hey, you're at mile seven. And some of them were like increments. Like, hey, you're at six and a half miles. Hey, you're at seven and a half miles. I was like, we are one step closer to finishing this thing. We're not going backwards. We're not turning around forward is the only direction so uh, that's man dude i'm getting like hyped because i'm i was just thinking of like the adrenaline that was going through my veins like a couple miles before the finish line it was crazy it was i don't know it was a feeling like you you literally can't back out if you tried type of thing so seven mile mark and i kind of like see the the road that i kind of recognized that was at the eight mile mark or not the eight mile mark the finish line and it was so cool because at the finish line was these two fire trucks with like an american flag hung in between them and everyone's family and everything was was there at the end waiting for people to finish and i saw that in between all the buildings of downtown and i was like wow it's actually in reach now. Like I can, I can actually see the finish line, but I'm a mile away. So I go across this bridge that I had crossed many times on a skateboard and, uh, you know, cars and you don't think it's that long, but whenever you like run, across this bridge you're like wow this is a long bridge i don't know if i was just thinking it was a long bridge because i was in such pain but it sure felt like a long bridge and within the eight mile mark you had to run across this bridge do a ue a u-turn and then go back across the bridge 
And going across the bridge the first time, I was like, oh my gosh, there's no way. There's no way I'm actually going to just do this bridge run again. So I get to the end of the bridge. I do the U-turn and I start running back. And the entire time I was running back across the bridge, I was thinking, you, you are so close to the end of this thing. Think of how good you're going to feel if you can just stop running, you know? Like, I probably could have done this run three times as fast if I was in pretty healthy condition. But, it yeah, it did take me a little longer than, than usual to uh, complete a thing like this. So, I'm running across the bridge, and I'm like, Nick, you're so darn close. You have seen the finish line you saw the fire trucks in the american flag and you were going to cross under that flag you are finishing this race no matter what i like nick i get you're in excruciating pain like your legs you you can't really feel them at this point um your arms and body are just kind of there for, along for the ride but you're finishing it and uh i instilled that mentality tenfold by the time i got to the end of the bridge I, I was kind of past the point of like feeling the pain in my legs and it kind of transitioned to like, all right, well, we're kind of just on autopilot. Like whatever happens, happens at this point. And I'm running and I'm, and I'm going and all this stuff. And like, it was funny. Cause in my head, I was thinking, no one knows that I have the flu right now. This is just hilarious. Everyone thinks I'm like a perfectly healthy kid right now, but like I can barely feel my legs cause I haven't had water in three days. It was just the funniest thing. And and there it was. I saw the finish line about half a mile away. We passed the eight-mile mark. We passed the nine-mile mark. And we're encroaching on the finish line. I'm seeing all these people cheering and all this stuff. Because at this point, a lot of other people have already finished the race. Uh, you know, trust me. I, I was not in the top ten pack. I was, though, in the top... Uh, like 50 i think i was in I, I know i was in the top 100 uh but i'm not sure if i was in the top 50 or not um but so anyway i saw the people cheering and all this stuff and i was like here here we go like this is it and i'm starting to run and run and run and I'm like, I cannot believe that I just did this. It was a weird kind of epiphany thing to where like at the beginning of the race, I really wasn't sweating it. I was like, yeah, I may or may not have eaten or really drinking anything, you know, but like, I think I got this, you know, and then about midway through the race, I was like, wow, this is difficult. Uh, I've never ran with this much pain in my legs before, but then as I was approaching the finish line, I was like, wow, it was entirely a mental game. I could have said that I wouldn't, I couldn't have done this, but like for some weird reason, my body allowed me to do it. It was kind of like a mental block thing. I didn't realize that I would be able to finish the race, but I did. And so here I go. I come running and everyone's cheering and I, I cross under the American flag in between the two fire trucks and I had finished the 15 K while having the flu. It was amazing. It was 
I finally stopped running and I was like, wow, I'm never stepping foot on pavement again. It was, you know, I bet you've done that before. Like, I don't know for those that have like played sports and uh, your coach has like put you through a uh, pretty rigorous training routine or something. And you're like, wow, I'm never doing that again. It was kind of the same thing, but you know, as we all, we, we, uh, we go home, recover, and we're like, all right, let's do it again. So I go over to the table that they are like handing out the medals and stuff. And uh, I finally got a hold of the medal that said 15K uh, completion here. Actually, let me go grab it real fast because it, it's literally hanging on my wall right here. Because I kind of I kind of sit it there to remind me that like, you know, I, I did that even though it was so hard. I set out to do what I had initially wanted to do in the first place, even though I kind of had a little complication come up. Let me grab it real fast. All right, boys, here we go. The Tulsa Run 15K. I like the little band. Bet you can hear that, but you can't hear the... Wait, hold on. That's hard, cold metal baby and so um yeah i uh i was kind of in shock that i actually completed the race and i texted my mom i was like well um i did it <laughs> so you know that was cool but yeah i that story that that guy was saying about uh he was in a marathon and he broke his foot like two days before and he completed the race because he sought out to do so it reminded me exactly of an identical story of that one I just told you. Um, so yeah, since then I haven't done a race because quite frankly, that was probably the worst thing I've, I've, I've ever done as far as physical, uh, physical work. But like, I don't know. I, I sought out to do it. You know, I, I got the medal. So <laughs> uh, that's all I'm happy with. I might do one like later down the road if I actually train for one. That's another thing I kind of regret not doing is uh, training. I was kind of, I got on my little high horse a little bit thinking I couldn't train. Um, but hey, that was kind of like a thing like, hey, Nick, you did that even without training. So, but I, you know, in the back of my head, I knew I could do it, but like training would be make it a lot easier. So, you know, take what you will, I guess. <sighs> all right, guys. Well, uh, I'll go ahead and wrap up the episode there. Uh, yeah, that's kind of what all I wanted to say um, was that story. Glad that I could finally come up with a story this week uh i know i've been kind of just rambling about topics and all that such uh but yeah i kind of want to get back into the groove of storytelling because that's that's fun and i love kind of retelling stories because you know it, it gets me articulating new vocabulary words in there so you guys can better understand it and all that good stuff so yeah i will uh catch you guys later on the next episode and I uh, hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Do something good. Read a book. Oh, dude, speaking of book, do you know what uh, new book I'm reading? I'm reading uh, The Richest Man in Babylon by – sorry, this guy's uh, name is kind of hard to remember. I'm reading The Richest Man in Babylon by George S. Clayson. Clason? Clayson? What a last name. Um, it's a good book about principles of handling money and uh, – kind of the perspectives you have to have to uh, get along with, with money and saving it. And uh, it, it's kind of like biblical stories in a way. 
uh, told from merchants and rich people and all that stuff, but it has really good messages and uh, I like the stuff that's in it. So that's a new book I'm reading. Also, Dan Blazarian's new book, The Setup, is coming out pretty soon, which I'm so hyped to read, dude. You have no idea. Like, yeah, like his Instagram posts are cool and like, you know, the videos you see are crazy, but man, can you, I can't even begin to imagine the first person uh, recollections of this guy on paper. This is going to be golden, dude. If you haven't, if you haven't bought the book yet, the setup by Dan Blazarian. Well, I mean, if you don't know who Dan Blazarian is, like just go look it up. Uh, but yeah, super excited to read both of these books and uh, really having a good time with that. So, all right, we'll go and wrap the episode up. Thank you guys for tuning in and uh, listen to me blabble on Saturday. Um, you probably got something better to do. Uh, but hey, I appreciate you sticking around. So thank you guys. I'll see you guys next episode. And uh, yeah, peace.